Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. from Aspen. I've been out on the slopes and people say to me like, you're so young and blonde and hot and I'm all like, uh, yeah. And But it's hard to date even when you're me because I'm feeling a little awkward and you know, boys are sort of intimidated. But oh, I, I had to just this last week on Instagram and Snapchat, I had to tell Ashley, to tell Brittany, to tell Jennifer, to tell Courtney, to tell her brother, thank you for finding this show on the internet. And this guy is just so... So hot's Dr. Steve. He's on a show called Wrong and Wronger, and you are here on the show. You're with us. You're with me. And my buddy Breakwell, the good-looking one and the unicorn, are coming to you. And James, man, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm a lot better now that that 25-minute monologue has ended. I mean, <laughs> they just keep getting longer and longer. Do we still have time for an episode tonight, or are we just going to go with the Valley Girl routine? Oh. So jealous you are of my insane beauty. That's what it is. Well, speaking of insane and beauty notwithstanding, you've stumbled upon the podcast that takes a topic that not many people argue about externally and take that inside voice and push it onto the internet. We argue about stuff on Wrong and Wronger. And James, the topic this week is one that has been suggested by one of our super fans, yes. Judy P. And what topic will that be? Yes, the one and only Judy P. has just suggested we argue about chili, beans or no beans. <laughs> chili beans or no beans and that's an interesting one because i'd never really thought about it but now obviously with the guam quarter of fate which has followed me into atlanta i will have a very strong opinion about it but um as we begin james i couldn't help but notice the numbers again last week like you had your one week moment in the sun but after that market correction, we've gone back to where the Dow Industrial Poll needs for everything to be. And I won again! It doesn't It doesn't make sense. I, I've come to a theory. Like, have you ever watched Star Trek? No, you've never watched Star Trek. But in Star Trek, you've got, like, the regular universe and the bizarro evil universe <laughs> where Spock has a goatee and everybody stabs everybody in the back. That's where we are. We are on the bad timeline right now. The one where Steve wins every week. And I'm sorry we're here, but dear listeners, if you're one of the few people who voted correctly and voted for barbecue last week, join me and we're going to find the portal to the good universe and order will be restored and we'll let Steve sit here and stew in his evil ways, hanging out with, go I mean, you even have a goatee like Spock, like it all makes sense now. It's all lining up. Spock didn't have a goatee. Evil Spock did. Look it up. Look it up, Steve. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, Mr. 24 and a half, not wanting to be quite the monologue that Olivas did, but you did it on <laughs> Spock, which is obviously more entertaining. 
that, uh, yes, I will gladly take on whatever persona you decide to hoist upon <laughs> me because it just means I'm going to keep winning every week. And your anger and resentment and ire, it just further fuels the fans to vote in the direction of the kinder, gentler podcast host. And that's me. And so I did win again, and I'm sure after all the reflection and the soul-searching that you've done over the past week, you've come up with a great compliment to deliver to me. And I'm just going to settle in and drink it in as you deliver it, because it's going to be breathtakingly warm. I would like to compliment you on managing to make me to adapt to your ridiculous scheduling standards. So we were upstairs doing laundry a minute ago. We have approximately 50,000 garments to fold every week. We basically have a laundromat upstairs. And we're frantically folding, watching a movie. And I tell I tell my wife, I got to go. I got to do this podcast. She goes, it will be all right if you call Steve a few minutes late. But she doesn't understand. All Steve has is being on time. That's it. This is the beginning and end of his world. Without me calling it exactly nine o'clock his his life ceases to have meaning and uh so then i i got down here at like 905 and steve was already texting me like what what's going on here <laughs> then i call and it turns out he's not even staying in a hotel he's staying at some shack in a swamp so the receptionist won't what? pick up to put me through to the to his individual hotel room number so it delays us another two minutes so i would like to congratulate you for somehow making me as anal as you are about being on time <laughs> I like how Lola immediately jumps to the attack on Olivas <laughs> and schedule and all that is organized in the world. Unbelievable, James. I don't know how you put up with that day in and day I, out. I know. It was it was almost grounds for a divorce. And I thought, do I really want Steve or do I want Lola? And then, you know what? It kind of even. I was like, you know what? I, I should not side with Steve on this one. It's a bad idea. However, <laughs> and yet, it, here it does prove she's listened to exactly zero podcasts. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> She has no idea what we do down here. None at all. Well, my compliment to you shades in that direction. And it's, again, whenever we do this on Monday, I still have the reverberations of your email blast <laughs> ringing in my head. And my compliment to you is that you're still alive. Yes. And with you and the hand that you were dealt with the children that the great magnet somehow gave to you, and you're still here and you're still showing up every week, it's an amazing testimony to your robust resiliency. <laughs> Good on you, James. You can't kill me. I'm like I'm like a cockroach. I just keep coming back. No matter how bad things get, no matter how dicey the IKEA situation is, no matter how mean that Minotaur is being, we get out of there. We just we keep going. And uh, so far, Waffle hasn't brought this family down yet. She tries. She tries so hard. She had a new trick up her sleeve this weekend. But you know what? We powered through it because I had to survive to get here to this podcast. This is what keeps me going right here. Coming here for 45 minutes or 25 minutes or a year, however long this stupid podcast is to debate you, and then lose the poll because we're in the bizarro timeline and evil oh, Spock is against man. us. You know, I've never agreed with a thing you've said more than when you said, I'm like a cockroach. And I think, James, I am right there with you on that one, 100%. I don't even care what follows that statement. It's just truth with a capital T. All right, then. All right. <laughs> All right. Your, your, your insults are getting more down to my level. There was a time when your, 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 where are you, I'm sorry, your insults, your compliments. There was a time when your compliments were vaguely complimentary, but it seems you have lowered yourself to my level. Maybe that'll be my compliment to you for next week. You're learning. Slowly but surely, you're learning. It's the goatee. It's the goatee, man. I can't help it this week. I got it. It's crawling on me. All that evil. <laughs> 
Well, let's see what crawls when it comes to chili. And that was one of the worst segues I've ever had in my <laughs> yes. life, by the way. But, Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> the Guam quarter of fate shall decide. Uh, and will it uh, smile upon either of us with favor? Chili with beans or without beans? What do the two sides represent All for right. you, James Heads Braywell? are beans, tails are no beans for me. Heads is beans, tails is no beans. It is up, it is down, and it is tails. We have Guam, and you, sir, do not have beans. Thank goodness. The Guam quarter of fate has finally dealt me a good hand after weeks of just being down on me in general. So let's be honest here. Beans are garbage filler. They're mushy, the texture's bad, you never eat them on their own. You never just go and get a can of chili beans and scarf them down. You gotta hide them beneath chili powder and tomato sauce and all the, the flavoring of the beef. You gotta bury them under everything to slip through some extra starches into your diet. Like, nobody eats those beans on their own. But if you just eat all meat chili with the, with the sauce and the juices, that is pure deliciousness. That's how they make it in Texas and other parts of the South, the Texas chili. They cut out the beans. You don't mess with Texas, Steve, and you don't mess with Texas chili. It's good, wholesome protein that you can gobble down by the bowlful with none of that useless you know, filler that's going to make you run to the bathroom in half an hour. Like This, is, this makes your, your meal good, and it makes your night good, it makes your next day good, because there are no consequences. It gives you what your body needs, it gives you what your taste buds needs, it gives you what America needs. No more beans, no more gas, no more trips to the bathroom, just get rid of them, Steve. We don't need them. James, I don't imagine you've ever heard the old saying nope. that probably came from deeper parts of <laughs> Europe when the settlers first came over, but beans, beans make you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. And James, <laughs> what do you have against feeling good? Like beans give you that feeling, that that uh, just a letting a little air out of the balloon after a good meal that allows you to sit back and take a nap in front of the TV on your <laughs> recliner. But you know what else beans do? And this is kind of getting into other parts. The first argument is really all that you need. And I'm sure all the women that watch are like, oh my God, absolutely. But uh, beans, it keeps you from overeating. The beans do. And I'll tell you why. You got to follow me into the woods for a minute on this one before I get to the point. But one of the things that's good. <laughs> As opposed to normally where you get right to the point all the time, never any wandering. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to need a trail of breadcrumbs to find our way back out of this labyrinth. But that when you have chili, it, if you just have meat in your chili, there's two problems with just a meat-based chili. One of them is you're going to need something kind of bready because chili by nature and definitionally is supposed to be stick to your ribs kind of food. And if all you have is beef... It ain't going to stick to your ribs. It's going to keep shooting on through, and you're going to pay for it the next day, maybe even later that evening. You need a binder that gets in there, a little fibrous tissue there to slow down the advance of Sherman's army through Atlanta. <laughs> kind of an appropriate geographical argument I'm making here. But what beans do is they keep you from overeating because you're going to have some bread with your chili. And especially if you have a little heat in that chili, you're going to overeat that bread. Beans give you the right balance. And I like to be balanced, James. <laughs> if nothing else, I go for balance in my life. Everything starts on time and ends on time. You know that I've brought that balance to your life and you're better off for it. So the beans give you just enough filler to make sure that your stomach feels full with the chili. And you can push that plate of bread, that basket of bread away and say, no mas, I've had plenty with these beans. And the other thing that the beans will do sort of takes the place of the bread, is that it'll cut a little of that heat that the chili will bring to the table. 
And I know people like a little heat in their chili. I know I do. And you, sir, are a connoisseur, nay, a raconteur <laughs> of hot sauce. Uh, you've got a collection of hot sauce that would make Mike and the insane guy that he is jealous. Have you ever had Mike's Insanity or uh, Dave's Insanity Sauce, by the way? I've got stuff on par with it. I've got something in my fridge that's 1,300 Skullbills because my brother-in-law hates me. And he said, here, try this. So, uh, so yeah. Basically, if I ever need to commit suicide, I will just take a gulp of that and I will burst into flames. It will not be spontaneous human combustion. It will be that hot sauce. And you put a couple little drops when you make a pot of chili, don't you? You got to turn up the temperature. You're going to need something to cut that heat, and beans are the perfect food for that. So it keeps you from overeating. It makes you maintain that girlish figure that I'm so proud to maintain <laughs> myself. I'm sort of a reverse hourglass, but it also keeps uh, the heat cut, uh, and that's it. And it also gives a little flavor. Beans bring a little something to the table that makes sure that everything in your mouth is an explosion of flavor. And you know how I... Never mind. I'm going to go down a very dark <laughs> path here. But, James, there's nothing you can say that will argue against that. And by the way, I went to the University of Oklahoma, and you know what they say about people from Texas. You know what a good-looking girl on the University of Texas is called? A golden retriever. Anyway. <laughs> if we, so if we had Texas, any it, listeners, they would be very offended right now. <laughs> All right. I think I've already used my other one, which is, what did the Texas college student get on his IQ test? Drool. Anyway, so don't bring <laughs> Texas into this argument because I don't want to hear anything about it. Okay, so you admit that chili is supposed to be hot. You got to get that flavor in there. But then yeah. you're then you're yeah. deliberately hampering that flavor. You're pulling back so you can't handle so much of a good thing. That's like buying an amazing sports car, like that new that new Corvette C8 or whatever it is, the one that's going to be like 1,300 horsepower. And then you get out there and you just ride the brake the whole way. Like, what's the point in having the sports car? If you've got chili, you got to let it run. you got to let the flavors out. You don't pour in beans to dampen down the flavor. If you're going to go through the trouble of, of baking chili for eight hours, cook it in a crock pot, tossing in ingredients as you go, why would you toss in beans to limit its potential? Why are you holding it back? What do you have against flavor? Let the flavor run. Add the hot sauces. And you know what is going to fill you up? Meat. Okay, the beans are pointless filler. It gets in your intense intestines and it squishes down. It doesn't take up that much room. The meat is what is solid. The meat is what keeps you regular. That is what tells your brain, you have done a good thing giving me the fuel I need to survive. Like, chili with just meat is the stuff of life. Chili with with beans is, is a fart joke. That's all it is. Like, there are songs about it from grade school. All ages know the consequences of adding beans to chili. And the fact that you're celebrating gas movements as the perk of adding beans just tells you everything you need to know. And maybe in this bar bizarro <laughs> alternative universe, maybe you want your starships filled with gas. And maybe bizarro spot stock, not stock, bizarro Spock approves. But over there in the regular universe with regular decent human beings, we don't want everything to smell like gas. We don't want our flavors turned down. We don't want useless fibrous filler when we could add delicious hamburger meat seasoned with chili powder and exactly the right amount of water with exactly the right amount of tomatoes and exactly the right amount of hot sauce that we taste to the full effect live life to its fullest okay take off the dampeners take your foot off the brake and just live a little steve that's all i ask james i had uh, a little blip in the connection as you know i'm in like a motel six here <laughs> what what was the scent that you were describing a minute ago i, I, I didn't really catch the adjective what I don't know what you're going back for. Are you talking about farts again? Is, is there, are you back on that? <laughs> you said it smells like something, and I couldn't quite hear what you said. It smells like farts. I don't think that's the word you used. What, what word would I have used? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't think I don't get vulgar on this podcast, as you I know. I think I keep it between the. I white think that's yellow. wishful, wishful thinking on your part. I would, I would never slip up on a on a not live broadcast. That will never ever happen. I am the height of professionalism. <laughs> you can try to catch me all you want, but it won't happen. So I'm going to go ahead and roll these dice. I'm pretty sure I've I've put the nail in your stench-filled coffin this time. If you want to vote oh for no God. bean chili the way it is meant to be. Vote for 73. If you want to vote for Beans and have Steve sing another gas song and probably insult your alma mater, please vote for 83. And if you want to throw your vote away for garbage time, go ahead and vote for 97. 97. All right. So the die has been cast. Or is die plural or singular of dice? I'm not even I sure. I die is singular. Too. I do believe. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so the die has been cast twice. And uh, I'm not even going to mention the other numbers because they're irrelevant. All you got to know is 83. The big 8-3 for the big Steve. And uh, I, if you, because James, Matt, James is potty mouth over there. What? I don't think any of you need to vote for someone who is not family were, friendly on this show. You casting you know aspersions your buddy at my character here. I did not swear. I would never swear. You're the fart man over there. I'm just over here keeping it clean. That's all I do. <laughs> all above board. <laughs> merely reciting a poem James. <laughs> I, it was it inspired the lyricist in me but uh, 83 is all you gotta remember and i'm not gonna have a meltdown at the end of this show like i did at the end of last week's <laughs> although several of you commented that, that was the highlight of your week i have decided that i'm not gonna give james the power to influence my mood anymore <laughs> because it, it he it, he was drunk with power james's motto is what good is power if you don't abuse it and so i'm not gonna give him the opportunity so vote for 83 and just and, and silence the voice of the man who doesn't need to have the pulpit. Bring to the top the man who owns the pulpit, Steve. So until next week, vote 83, until next week, where we will argue another topic. And if you have an idea, send it along to us. A couple of listeners have been doing that. Some we've already done. Some we've already talked about. There's not many new ideas out there, but some of you actually have them. So send them along. We'd be happy to debate them. And uh, until then, until next week with your ideas, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, <laughs> two wrongs can make a right.